thanks for downloading the latest episode of The Ugly Truth. Today, Paula and I are talking a little bit about celebs and quarantine. And in lieu of our ugly and awkward moments of the week, we are revisiting the new segment, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly Places edition today. We think you'll find that informative and funny as well. Thank you so much for listening. Please shop lipandclip.com and our Amazon link and enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? No, never mind. We don't want to know. You look like a whore. Paula? No one's going to tell me who I can and cannot fuck. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 460. I don't know what that was. Was it decent or not really? It sounded good. Okay. Uh, yes. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. So Daryl decided to take a day off. He's been, like I, I've been saying, he's been working like 15 hour days every day since the plague began. And although it's nice, you know, there's no guarantees. So that's, I think, one of the reasons why he's working so hard is just to try to stay non-furloughed as long as possible. Mm-hmm. And so it's been stressful, to say the least, for everybody, of course. I'm, we're all in the same boat. But he finally decided to take a day off. And he goes, I'm taking Thursday off yesterday. And I said, OK, random. Why? He's like, I need to take a day off. And I said, wow, this is unusual because I can't even take, get him to, like, go outside for a minute ever i said all right cool what do you want to do he's like i don't know but anything that doesn't involve my computer and i said okay so i wake up in the morning and i'm like well what do you want to do today he goes i don't know he goes i want to go for a drive and i said okay cool so we decided to get in the car go for a drive and we ended up in napa now everything's closed (laughs) not shocking yeah nothing's open everything is closed we went through, we drove through Yountville, and everything is just shuttered. And I started getting emotional because all that's there really are locals. There's no tourists. There's nothing. Obviously, all the wineries are closed. Jamie, I already told you, you only need to advise us when you're not emotional. I know. Okay. The rest of the time, so, we'll just conclude you that just you assume. are. Exactly. And I said, God, I'm so emotional. And he goes, honey, everything's going to be open. He goes, although if, these, if this restaurant closed, I think I would be gut punched forever. And I said, it's not going to happen. Everything's fine. We just, we're all getting through it. And so we stopped at the uh, very famous Oakville Grocery, which is, um, Ina Garden has talked about it as being her favorite place to visit to get a picnic lunch when she's in Napa. With- is that by the train station by any chance? No, okay. it's way down. So we pull in, it's open. And so- mm. They're still selling shit. And we're like, all right, because it's a grocery store, so it's open. So we walk in. Everybody's masked with gloves and all this stuff. And so we walk in and we get everything. And I said, hey, they have like little tiny bottles of champagne. Let's get some of that. Got some sandwiches. And they have these picnic tables in the parking lot against where there's a big vineyard. And so they were open. And so I said, oh, let's sit. Let's sit down and just eat these here. So I go outside because they really don't like people milling around. Like you can tell they're like, just get in and get out, please. And so I, I left and I sat at the picnic table waiting and Daryl comes out and he has this big smile on his face. I go, what's up? And he goes, you literally picked the most expensive champagne they sold. Literally. And I said, really? Well, he goes, how yes. expensive are we talking? A lot. 
Oh. And, <laughs> and I said, well, why did you buy it? Like, that's dumb. Just don't buy it. That's stupid. Like, you know, that's not, really I'm, an option, Jamie. Because he'd come out with champagne. Like, where's the champagne <laughs> I picked out? Well, and he'll be like, well, it was too expensive. Too expensive. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize it wasn't <laughs> worth the money. No. He knows how like that, that conversation would go. No, I'm not like that. So Bullshit. I said, <laughs> no, not when it comes to that. Trust. And so I said, well, why did you buy it? He goes, well, I figured why not? And I said, all right. So we drank it. We had to buy little mugs because we forgot to buy glasses. And so we were just sitting there chilling. It was so great to see unfamiliar faces. It was so nice to see a new environment. And I was just like, it was such a relief to see some semblance of normalcy, even though it wasn't totally normal. It felt good to be elsewhere for a minute. And although we would probably be considered somewhat breaking the rules, not really. Breaking because the law, we were... breaking the law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we went to a grocery store. It was an hour and a half away, but it was still a grocery store. Anyway, it was really nice to see strangers. <laughs> and it was nice to see people just... And we all ha- we all give each other the same look in the eye. Like, can you believe this shit? You know, I mean, it's all the same. Daryl like, said that when he walked in, he, was, he goes, and people are tipping like crazy, you know, because everybody's struggling. And so people are just handing over wads of dollar bills. And I'm stuff. giving you $20 today because tomorrow you might die. Right. You might be homeless tomorrow. So here's 20 bucks. Um, so this older woman, she, she starts putting in wads of dollar bills and they know her. She's a local. And he goes, hey, you know, Marge, no, please. We're fine. Really. We're doing really OK. Mm. Keep, I mean, your, keep your stripper money, Marge. Keep your dollar. Yeah. She, and I go, how old was she? He goes, oh, he was, she was probably in her mid 60s. And they said, so how's the catering? Are you guys? She goes, well, they finally laid us all off. She worked for a catering company. And he said, well, how long have you been there? She goes, uh, 38 years. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Wow. She's one of those seasoned servers that just love being in the industry of service, you know, food service. And she's probably really good at her job. So it was sad. He goes, God, that really pisses me off. But she was still trying to hand them all of her tip money. That is one job I would be terrified to have a waitress. Serving? Yes. Really? Why? Because I don't think I could carry that tray. <laughs> like, oh, that is my <laughs> the biggest big round tray. nightmare of, of, yeah. of the, the tray. I don't know how they like lift it in the air or on their shoulder with all that food on there. Like, I agree. They would hand would it to me so and I'd awkward. be like, ah! <laughs> yeah, I'd be <laughs> nervous. Can't I just like carry it like, like, you know, one at in, a time? in front of me, <laughs> like side to side and just like, you know, like it's a big basketball or something and They'll be like, like, Paula, what are you doing? I'm carrying my tray. What do you mean? I know. When you see those, um, when you see the servers, the bartender servers at like in Vegas or something where they've got like the trays of all those drinks. Oh, they've got like 10,000 drinks on there. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're passing them out to all of the, you know, slot machine people. It's like, I could never do And they're always wearing, you know, three inch stilettos. I know. <laughs> and their boots are hanging out and you're well, like, oh my God. Be. But why are they always wearing the fucking like old spandexy tan nylons that's what i never understood i'm like can't you lose those i think those are well first of all it's probably a hygiene issue because they don't want like skin just exposed it's probably not clean you know Mm, so they're wearing those industrial spanx tights i used to love those i mean when i wore nylons where they were all just kind of like tight and it was they're just like it's invigorating and i'm like yes (laughs) Remember that bodysuit? Remember that bodysuit you wore when you got married and you looked like a larva? I wore a bodysuit? 
Yeah, you had like you had control top nylons and then you had a control top body top on top of it, like a bodysuit. You are fully covered. You look like a little beige larva. You yeah, look like a little I think worm. I remember that. And I still looked fat in my photos. No, you didn't. Brian was were... only a year and a half old. You looked great. I you thought know, you looked really pretty. Since I've decided I well, I'm I've made a decision. I okay. don't think I'm ever gonna get married again. Fair. Since I've made that decision, though, unfortunately, <laughs> that means I have to forego my wish to get a large engagement ring. You can always buy your own, you know. I'm not going to be that person. I can't remember, but there was a whole marketing campaign. Yeah. What is it? Pathetic? <laughs> <laughs> there was a whole marketing campaign about women are empowered and they can buy their own goddamn jewelry if they want to. It was years ago. Well, I'm not years empowered. Ago. I'm just terrified I'll get another divorce. So, yeah. but I mean, what if I have like a long-term man partner and maybe I'm he'll just for buy it. me a nice large ring that you wear on your right hand. No, why can't I wear it on my left hand? It doesn't mean we're engaged. It just means we belong. Uh, I see. Well, that's fair. I mean, listen, I've lamented this theory for many, many years, and Daryl knows this, is that I have never been a fan of marriage. I never wanted to get married, but I, uh, you know, I fell in love with someone who wanted to get married. And I said, why can't we just do the Goldie Kurt thing? Like, why do we need a paper to define our relationship? And then, of course, we had children. And that kind of changed it for me. Honestly, if, if something, if Daryl died, oh, I'm over marriage. It's never happening again. I told him that. I said, if you, if something happens to you, I will forever be a single woman. I will never get married again. I'm not saying I will never get laid again. Right. I'm just not going through the process of molding a man into something I want again. It's just too much work. Well, I figure at my age, I mean, most men probably don't want to get married because they've yeah. established themselves. They have, they assets. have their retirement. They've probably already <laughs> been through one or two divorces. And so whatever yes. they had has already been lost. And so they don't want to lose any more, which right? I'm fine with. I'm like, keep your shit. I don't want whatever. Yeah, I don't you've want your garbage. Yeah, I don't want what you've earned. That's not why I like you. Right. I'm going to do my thing. And, mm -hmm. you know, I've got my kids. I've got the college that they have to pay for or I have to pay for them. And, <laughs> you know, whatever. Just enjoy my company, please. And let's yeah. go on trips. Exactly. Yeah. Let's just, you know, where we're going to be coming and going and yeah. coming. We'll be and we'll be those yeah, coming and coming again <laughs> and doing it and doing it and doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about that, interestingly. Um, so. A uh, couple things. Richard Gere is 70, and he just had a baby with his wife, who's 37. Are you fucking kidding me? I am not. It's they like have Charlie Chaplin. They have a two-year-old, and now she's just had a baby. And I'm like, can I, t I told Daryl, I said, can you imagine having a two-year-old at 70? Like, a toddler at 70? Now, I realize they probably have nannies and all the house nurses and the night nurse and the day nurse and all that stuff. So he's not having to do a whole ton of work. You know, he only sees those kids for like five minutes a day. Yeah, he just gets to hold them and play with them for a little bit. And then he sends Walks them in, off to picks the... them up, gives them a kiss and then sets them back down. It's just like, all right, on my way to the backyard. Right. Whatever it is you need, honey. And so I was like, still, though, that's a lot. That's a lot. I wouldn't want that. That's terrible. That's a great grandchild for most people. So I, that, I mean, there's, so there's now that. at my age, I mean, as much as I love babies, I've come to the point where I'm just like, I just, I don't, I don't think I, I could do it. I don't think I'd want to do it now. Like a year ago, I would still want to, but now I'm just like, no. I All just... mothers transition to this phase you're going through. And in about a decade, you'll be like, I would love a grandchild in a few years. 
Like it, we all transition past it. Once you're past the phase of knowing that you're never going to have a kid again, you come to peace with it. And then you look forward to the day that you have grandkids. And that's, you know, now, and now I'm in a phase where it's like totally looking forward to grandchildren. Just give me a minute. Can we just give me a minute? And then I'll be excited about it. Cause you're all so young, you know? Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like right now where I'm at with my kids is like, they really need me. Yes. And so I'm kind of stretched thin. I, I couldn't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have time for a baby. You oh, know what I'm saying? God. I do not. I mean, babies are adorable and I love them, but I don't now. But like no. the diapers, the colic, the crying, the feeding, the <sighs> walking and the picking things up off the floor constantly. And, you know, so they don't eat it, trying to go somewhere in public and then they start screaming. And you're just like Fuck. waking up in the middle, you know, waking up at 7 a.m. and they're smiling at you with that cute little face. And then you pick them up. You're like, you smell terrible. You have diarrhea <laughs> going all the way up your neck. You go walk up to their crib and there's just crap everywhere. It's like, how do you get poo in your neck? How did you, you walk do up that? and you're like, what, what's what's on your face? Oh my god! And you're just like, oh my god, what's like that I, smell? Ah! I need to shower you. And then you take them in the shower and you hold their little bodies up under the shower so they can get all rinsed off so you have to deal with it. And they then they get crying. slippy. Then they're slippery and you're afraid you're gonna break them. And it's like I it's cannot a hold a baby in the shower. It's my worst nightmare. Oh my god, it's, like, it's terrifying. I'm trying to hold a giant bar of soap. <laughs> just it's the worst can't do it it's way too slippy i mean i think victor had an easier time of it because he's so hairy but oh he had some traction something yeah. you know like a like a little that makes or something but yeah. me it was just nothing but slickery God. boobs and Paula, we're arms. like dolphins we have no I hair it's <laughs> ridiculous and babies i mean their skin is like you know like mammal God. rubber skin. It's They're like in little rubber suits. It's ridiculously they difficult. They're so challenging. Anyway, okay, so so Richard Gere did that. We discussed Alec Baldwin, who's in his mid-60s, and his wife, they're pregnant with their fifth baby coming. Hilarina or whatever it is. Hilaria. Which oh, is Hilaria. In, in a million years, we couldn't have a sister named Hilaria because it sh- we would torture <sighs> them endlessly. It would never work. <laughs> I'm so glad we didn't have a brother because oh my could God. you imagine a brother bringing home a woman? No, never. Like, there'd be the four of us and we'd be like, well, hello. We'd be like, <laughs> oh God. We'd be like, oh my God, who is this bitch? Or we'd just sit there and we'd sit there quietly on the couch and just have little evil smiles. We'd be like, well, hello, come on in, have a seat. <laughs> Tell us about yourself. No, never mind. We don't want to know. You look like a whore. It'd be like cats batting around a little mouse. Oh, God. It's... I would feel sorry for any male creature that was related to us. Are you kidding? My son... It's terrifying to bring home girls to our house. He's terrifying. I don't blame him. We'd be like, Johnny, be a deer. Go in the kitchen and get us some snacks. So. <laughs> he's like, I'm not leaving here. He's like, that, and she'd be like, that, please don't leave that, me. <laughs> that wasn't a request. Yeah, it was a request. It's an, it's an, an insistence. You must go. Anyway, so <laughs> Kate Beckinsdale, who I think is really pretty. Oh, my God. I saw her, the latest emo pimple popping teenager she's right what's wrong with her is she like a pedophile no but so you're making my point exactly so she is banging all these boy toys because she's hot and she's in her 40s yet we have no problem with leo dicaprio fucking every 20 something in the world here's my problem with the kate beckinsale boyfriend i it's saw such him. a oh my god well just because we think he's gross no it's not mean. about him being gross his face looks like he's 16 years old jamie yeah he's 22 i'm fine with the age it's his look like oh, he yeah. looks like he belongs on a milk carton maybe she just likes projects i 
I it it bothers me that he has such an like a a teenage boy look. Like at least the women that like Leonardo DiCaprio dates, they look like women. I you see know, they might saying. be young, but they like resemble women. I'm just saying that this is a classic double standard. So my point is, is that Kate Beckinsdale, although we may not like the, her type, which is clearly young men who need a project or how, you know, they who need some assistance. Un- unattractive. Yeah, well, ugly sex is hot. I've had ugly you know sex what? and it's very hot. But um, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think if I've had ugly sex. Look, you dated a redhead with freckles. You absolutely have had ugly sex. OK, speaking of which, I was just thinking about that the other day. <laughs> For some reason, mm. that particular individual, yes, and I, it, it's inexplicable to me. Mm. What? Every time we had sex, I would have an orgasm yeah. in like less than five minutes. Ugly sex is hot, Paula. It wasn't the ugly sex though, Was and it it's the not shape even like dick? he had. I think we were like puzzle pieces mm. in that department because it's not like he was doing anything particularly fantastic. He was just yeah. pumping away, you know, I mean, <laughs> he wasn't particularly there were, skilled. There were like no special moves or anything like that. But <sighs> the only thing I can think is, is that we would do it on the floor a lot. Oh, so and there was so a lot of no, there maybe, was no, maybe there was something about doing it on the floor and doing it and doing it and doing <laughs> it. Right. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny? I don't like having sex on the floor. Well, I don't think most people do, but it's it just worked out that way. You know why? Because I always end up in missionary and there's the men that I know, they're so heavy. And I'm like, get off of me. God, I can't breathe. You know, I, I kind of like that feeling. Ugh, but... Not after a while. I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like <laughs> with every thrust because they're pushing the air out of my body. Yeah, I just... Yeah, I don't know. Horrible. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Kate Beckinsale, enjoy your ugly little boys. It's fine, whatever. But, I mean, men have been, men in Hollywood have been screwing barely legal girls forever. And we're like, oh, they're so cute. It's so cute how they do that. She's so lucky. And it's like, ew, where's her mother? Yeah, like Courtney Stodden. Her mother was right there signing away her rights for her to marry that freaky old man that was in the Green Mile. He's so disgusting. He's so disgusting. Well, I think they finally got divorced, didn't they? Uh, after the third try, yes. And she is, well. And she's know. like, I've never had plastic surgery. Oh, those, so those giant knockers. <laughs> those on jugs your, are yours. On huh? your, your 85 pound body is real, huh? Yeah, she's an unusual creature as well. Well, I mean, of course she is. Look at the mm-hmm. mother she had. Yeah. You know what? Yes. It's true. Okay, so we started a segment when our sister Stephanie was sitting in with us while she was on furlough. She was furloughed on purpose because she was trying to get quarantined to make sure her children and her her husband and her kid did not get coronavirus. Mm -hmm. And so once she was quarantined free, once there was clearly no one was getting sick, it had been two and a half weeks, she went back to work. So during that time, we invented this really cool segment called The Good, Bad, and Ugly and every time we do it, it's a different subject. The first time we did it was movies, because that's easy. And this time, Paula, you chose places, which is a bit more uh, sophisticated because you can take that any way you want, which is exactly why we leave it super general, because we both think so differently that my good, bad, and ugly places are definitely not going to be your good, bad, and ugly places. So... I think we should do it. And we need to have Daryl, uh, we need producer Dub to come up with some music for this segment, I think. Yeah. It'd probably be like, wah, 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 wah. 
Yeah, baby. Isn't that the song or? Oh, oh, he did. He did do. <laughs> yeah, he did do it. You're right. We do have a Your little expert intro for this. whistling skills. Yes. Oh, God. So I've never been a good whistler by, by the way, ever. Yeah. Don't ever try and do patience by Guns N' Roses. Oh, God. You know what? Honestly. Okay. So I can whistle, but just not for a really long time. And when I do the Guns N' Roses beginning of patience, my lips start to hurt. <laughs> I get like muscly. My my lower lip starts to cramp. You can't make an anus like mouth for too long. Well, no, because I'm pushing so hard to whistle because I'm just you know you know, and it's just like yeah. You can call producer Dub anus eyes with no problem. He does have anus eyes. (laughs) Absolutely, I do not. And I'm so you know when I see people and I'm like oh look at they're starting to get their anus eyes because everybody gets them when you get older. I don't have anus eyes, but I have jowls and freaking (laughs) like, I'll never forget the time I went to go get my, it was the last time I got my eyebrows waxed. That that probably explains why. She took her two fingers and she spread my forehead. Like, like I felt like she was like spreading my labia. I was going to say, that sounds very sexual. It felt inappropriate. And she spread... She spread the skin between my eyebrows and then like (laughs) lathered or like, you know, did a spread of wax. And I'm just like, I'm like, is it, does that mean I have like a little slit between my (laughs) forehead? And so, and then she plucked it and I was just like, okay, something's got to be done. I can't have her like, you know, spreading eagle between my brows. Yeah, that's not good. My biggest fear is facial hair. I just, we've never had it and I, you know, mom doesn't have it. So I'm kind of hopeful that we just never Yeah, but I think grandma had some chin hair. I'm not positive. Well, listen, I don't care how old you are. All women end up with a chin hair or two, and you got to pluck that shit. If you see it, do not wait for a man to point it out to you, because it will be the most humiliating day of your life. Get the tweezers and pull that shit out. Deal with the eye-watering. I don't give a shit if you're a baby. Fucking buck up and pluck it. Victor made the mistake of pointing pointing out my eyelash hair that comes out of my mole. And he's just like, oh, he's like, your hair... Um, is coming out of your mole. Oh and I'm God. just like, I'm like, what did you just say? And he's just like, I was just letting you know. I'm like, I will discover it on my own. I yeah. said, I, I will. I'm like, you never point that out to me. He's or like, I just anyone was, for that matter. He's like, I was just letting you know. I'm like, I will find it. Yeah. Nobody needs your, nobody needs a helper when it comes to chin. I'm hair. like, just pretend you don't see that. God, I just hate it. And all girls, all women have it. It's, I mean, I don't have it. Yes, you do, bitch. You just haven't found it yet. Trust me. It's there. It's, it looks like, it literally when I pull it out, it looks like an eyelash. Yeah. Yeah. Mine are really light. So I have to turn, <laughs> I have, I have one of the, okay, first of all, did you get your magnifying mirror back? I have my, fa- yes, I got it back. Of course you did. So I have my magnifying mirror. I turn it on. I tilt it a bit. I turn my head to the left and I expose my, my, the side of my face to sunlight so I can see if there's oh any. Oh God, that's the best sunlight. Chin hair or because I have a, I have a mole on my chin. And so I turn it to, I look in the light to see if there's any hair there. And well, Paula, you know how obsessive we are about things. Like I check it all the time. So I look, I'm like, you should see my face right now. I look like I do meth. It's because (laughs) even though I didn't get the rest of the tools, I got the mirror, but I did manage to grab a safety pin. And so I just, I've got to stop. You're going nuts. Yeah. So yes, I definitely, I I'm fully inspecting my face on the daily 
for sure. Because I don't want someone to go, oh, look at that three inch hair sticking out of her. She doesn't see it. She doesn't see it. (laughs) That can't be me. (laughs) So I'm constantly looking. All right. Anyway, good back in the ugly places. So, Paula, where is your good place? Ever since I saw the movie Couples Retreat. Love it. So they all go to this island where they're supposed to be like getting couples therapy, reconnecting, doing all this crazy shit. It's it's a hilarious movie. Well, where they went, it was gorgeous. And they had like they were staying on these cabanas and the ocean water was beautiful. They had like their own little balconies with like water slides that went into the ocean or they had hot tubs. They had like glass windows on the floor where they went directly into the ocean and you could see like fish swimming and it was just beautiful. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, where is this place? It's gorgeous. And so I looked it up and it was in a place called Bora Bora. Mm -hmm. And I had never heard of that before. You hadn't? No. So I started like doing research because I didn't know where it was. And so I started doing research on it and I'm I see all these hotels and like there's a ton of those cabanas that go out onto the water. Yeah. And some of them are super nice where you get like your own pool and all this stuff and you get like your own butler and you right. know, the, it's it's really nice. And so yes. I'm like, I am going to go there one day. I am going to go to Bora Bora <laughs> and I'm going to get my own cabana and look at fish through the floor and I don't know if we can use the water slide and swim in the ocean because I'm afraid of sharks, but oh, God, maybe I will. I don't know. Maybe I'll get crazy. But whatever it is, I'm going to go there. I'm going to do it. I'm going to utilize all their services and eat all their foods, play at their beaches. Yeah. And all that stuff. So they stayed at the St. Regis in Bora Bora, mm. by the way, just so you know, if you want to look it up, that's where they stayed. But it looks absolutely gorgeous. It's beautiful. So. Yeah, I, I would love to go there, too. Not as much as you, but definitely. Okay, my good place. I've actually been to my good place. And it was funny because we had talked about, like, does it have to be a place you've been? Or And I'm like, no, I don't think so. I think it can be whatever you want it to be. But um, this place, when I was kept thinking, and I'm like, why am I fighting it? It's where I, it's, it's the first thing that pops up when I think of a good place that I love to be. And it is Oahu, Koalina. Lagoon 2 at sunset. Oh. It's a it's a state-run lagoon. All the other ones are run by the hotels. But this one specifically is the only one open to the public. And so all the locals go there. And it is one of the most serene bodies of water mm. you'll ever see. It's safe because it is actually closed off to the open ocean, which is right mm-hmm. there. And so no sharks can get in it. But there's little fish occasional sea turtle will show up and it's so peaceful and at night when the sun is setting it has the best view it's completely unobstructed and you get the most amazing sunsets and what's really great is if you're staying at the villas which are right behind it there's a bar right there on the beach you can grab a cocktail walk out and sit on the sand and watch the sunset and there is nothing like it I have tried to think of, you know, would I want to be in Paris or would I want to go here or there? I'm like, no, this is so good that there's no one I know who wouldn't love being at this place at this time. That is beautiful. Oh, my God. Polly, you would be like, I can't believe this is heaven. It's heavenly. It's heavenly. And you can even if you want, you can swim 
at night, I mean, I wouldn't, I couldn't do it. I'd be terrified, but I'd think there was jaws, but (laughs) well, there, I mean, and it's deep, it's deep, you know, it's a, it's a lagoon. It's like 50 feet down a little shallow area, but you know, that's the funny thing about Hawaii is you can sometimes walk out and and be like knee deep for like 500 feet. Yes, it's true. Now I have a healthy fear of the ocean. I have no business being in the sea, nor do I want to swim in it. I don't, I think those creatures are there and the reason they have big teeth and they're humongous for a reason because there's bigger things in there. So I'll stay in my little lagoon and just enjoy the little goldfish that you can buy at the store swimming around in the wild. And that's it. It's that's all I want to do. Plus the Mai Tais are to die for. So that is my good place. And I highly recommend actually, no, it's terrible. No one ever go there. <laughs> so <laughs> No, never. No, no it's away. awful. I'm just kidding. It's bad. No, it's it's an amazing place. And if any if everyone could experience it, I mean and everybody has their quote unquote good place. It's not just beaches and Bora Bora. I'm sure everybody has their good places. And I, you know, I thought about Napa and all that stuff. But when I had to think about it, I'm like, you know what? It's tropical, man. I love, I love the beach. I love being where it's warm and calm and quiet. And everyone's in a good mood when you're at places like Bora Bora or Hawaii. Like no one is in a bad mood there. How could you be? How could you well, be? I mean, it's just, you know what it is, is that there's just not a lot going on. And yeah. so your mind is just kind of at rest. You yes, know? it's true. So. It's true. Anyway, okay, so now the, the fun one, the bad place. Where, okay. what's the bad place for you? It's a place I've been <laughs> too many times, just far too many times. Yes. And I don't say this necessarily because of the people that right. I, I had to visit. Yes. It's just, I don't see any compelling reason to be there. Right. I've been there in the wintertime, and I've been there in the summertime, mm-hmm. and... I just, I legitimately don't understand why people would live there. And it is Oklahoma. (laughs) Oklahoma, where the wind comes whistling down the plain. Yeah. I, the first time we went there, I believe it was the winter time. And Mm. they said it was the coldest it had been in like 30 years. Everything was covered in ice and it was just so blistering cold yes and the thing is is that you know they had fireworks they were trying to do a fireworks show all of us were sitting in our cars with the heat blasting trying to watch these fireworks and i'm just like why are we doing this you know like this is you know and and ryan was just a baby and so i'm just like i really just want to take him back to the hotel because this is because at the time victor and i weren't married so if we were to stay with family we would not be permitted to sleep in the same room with your child Exactly. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is our vacation. Is this it? is our child. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, if you think we won't have intercourse the seven days we're here, you're wrong. You're, you're dead wrong. Um, and I'm like, no one's going to tell me who I can and cannot fuck while I'm here. Right. I, I, I do intend on getting some kind of pleasure. Some kind of sex. <laughs> and so the next time we came, it was like in the summer. The sum- Springish summer. I want to say it was like May. Mm. 
It was 90 degrees and 90% humidity. Oh, my God. I made it a point to just be myself. And so everyone's like, oh, you're so dressed up. And I'm just like, no, this is just how I look. I don't wear T-shirts and shorts and visors. And, you know, but as soon as I came outside, like literally everything melts off your face and your hair and everything. And I'm like, well, it's clear to me why no one wears makeup because there's just no point. What's the point? So everyone's ugly. Everyone. If everyone here is ugly, it's hot as hell. The humidity is disgusting. Everyone looks sweaty and it's too hot to do anything, but everyone wants to barbecue and play volleyball. Oh my God, that sounds like pure hell. And I'm like, what? Why do you continue to live here? (laughs) All right. So Oklahoma is definitely your bad place. It's my bad place. (laughs) Forever. Forever. Probably. Probably. I can't imagine there being... Unless I end up having to go to freaking like Arkansas or Mississippi or something like that or Alabama. You never know. <laughs> I, honestly, I, I don't even want to go to Louisiana. Like I have no interest in going to what's that New place? Orleans? No, I, I don't want to go there. Well, we've discussed that. It seems really sweaty there. Well, it's so. just, I just, no, I don't want to, I don't want to see people playing the banjo bare feet on a corner and eating crawfish <laughs> and women showing yeah. their boobs for cheap beads and beads that you can buy at Walmart. You know, I don't want to eat barbecue and I, I don't know. It's just not your thing. I no. get it. it. And really not mine either, to be honest with you. Okay. So here's my bad. Not. Uh, logistically, ge- geography-wise, not as bad as yours, but the feeling, the sentiment is very much the same, interestingly. Okay. This is something that I think for almost my whole life I've hated, but it's something that you endure because of friends and family and children and whatever, you just do it. But deep down, if I could be completely honest with my people, I would never, ever, ever go. Even as a kid, I hated it. And that is... The state fair. Oh, really? I hate it more than anything in the world, especially when it was in July. We would go in July and be there at high noon when it was 110 fucking degrees and there's dirty, gross people everywhere. There's heat radiating off of every inch of that place. When you go to use the bathroom, there's no air conditioning in there. It is humid and hot and you have to pee and you're like dehydrated because it's so hot. So your your pee taste feels like lava coming out of you (laughs) and there's nothing clean or cold ever. And like even if you wanted to get something cold to try to assist in anything to cool your body off, it's $15 and it's sugar. And it's not even that refreshing. It's everything smells amazing until you actually buy it and eat it. And you're like, this tastes like garbage. It tastes like total shit. Why does it? Yeah, it's just deep fried nothing. (laughs) So you go to the one part where they the shopping expo is where they have the giant mister area that's wall to wall people trying to get a a drop of coolness to draw to to somehow cool off their bodies before they move on to the next whatever display they want to see everything smells <laughs> nothing smells good you go into the shopping expo and it smells like patchouli and leather and it's everyone's it's walking awful. around with a this mop with a mop yes <laughs> yes with some kind of mop that they got for five dollars and then they got another one for free and then there's the freaking ninja guy you know mixing with his, bell with his headset and everyone's just like sitting in the chairs in front yes watching him you know fillet a tomato and, and by the way, you want to know why they're doing that? They're sitting there trying to escape the the ungodly 
oppressive heat outside. And they're trying to get you to cafeteria of a building. They're just like, here, just try this pico de gallo. And you're just like, get that chip out of my face. (laughs) Get that Kirkland chip out of my mouth. Some guy who grabs your hand and rubs hand cream on there. Don't touch me. (laughs) No. So what do you do? You go to the fur, fin, and feather display building where all the kids have their rabbits and their whatevers, you know, for sale. Animals, yeah. The little FFAs, you know, and those are super cute, but they're, it's smelly. It's wall to wall children and their parents. There's no escape. There's no escape. People are, people are. Where our dad made us spend two hours looking at the fucking (laughs) exhibits. Oh my God. And then, you know, the thing is, is no one wants to admit they're miserable. But everybody is willing to sit down in the concrete pavilion to watch a magician from Lodi <laughs> or for some an hour. Shitty teenage band that sucks. Yeah. Or some dance class that somehow got 10 minutes on stage. Or, I the, mean, ca- or the karate display. <laughs> I would always sit there and I would sit there and go. This is the best that our state has to offer? We oh, have wait until you go and see the floats or the, the, the dioramas of the counties, yes. you know. Yeah, the county and- displays. <laughs> yes. In fact, those are the least offensive of them all, except that there's a snack bar in there, which means it reeks of funnel cakes or and some kind of terrible hot chocolate that, that people that are. Hor- the pretzels with the horrible <laughs> cheese. Oh, my God. So for me, it's pure hell. We pull in. I'm like, I hate my life. Someone stabbed me in the neck. I don't want to do like, this. Well, we're here. Okay. Parking. That'll be $16. <laughs> You're like, what? Yeah. And then, you know, walking in and, you know, look, my children, they are good for about 30 or 40 minutes. And they're like, why are we here? Why is this life happening? They're not thrilled. They don't want to do it. We've never been back. I mean, since, since they were adult children, there's been no discussion. There's been like... No, hey, we should go to the fair. No, none of it. None of it. Ever. Never. Why, why was our father so insistent on going to the state fair every single year? I don't know, but I I passed that tradition on for a while because we had friends and we all had kids the same age and we would go and I'm like, I hate my life. You know what? Like, I, I, I make us go. Of it. I make us go too. And I don't know why. I hate it. Because I'm There's just like, nothing. I get the thing with the, what is mm. it? Like the big something. And I'm just like, oh, it's time for the state fair. And it's it's Ugh. almost like, like Pavlov's dog. I'm just yeah. like. You know, my mouth starts drooling and I'm just like, well, it's going to be hot and the asphalt is hot. And, you know, if you lay wrong on the grass and your leg accidentally lays on the cement, you'll get a burn and you'll burn your leg. Usually there's a couple under a tree, you know, inappropriately laying on each other. And absolutely, you know, hey, we got to go see the pregnant cow in labor while a hundred people watch her birth, which is what everybody wants. Right. Disgusting for some, you know, watch it. We all want to sack legs first. And I mean, can you imagine being that poor cow? Being like, all these people are fucking watching me. You know? There's nothing, there's nothing good. And then everybody has to go to the goat section so you can laugh at their balls. And I have to, I have to tell you that every time we had gone, I was always trying to find some wisp of joy. And so the only thing that ever even remotely was pleasant was going through and looking at the horses. There's an area where they, because they do a lot of horse. Yeah, until they try and bite you. (laughs) 
there and there are those for sure because they don't um, like people you're like oh, they don't and you just like comes out teeth chompers you're like whoa yeah you you can't pet them but you can walk you can look at them that part was okay that was the only part that was okay other than that <laughs> That was it. Everything is hot and you know people have got fans on those animals and so you're like, "Oh, there's a there's a little bit of a cool breeze, but now you're getting a mouthful of wool." I mean, there's nothing good. It's all bad and the people that work it, "Hey, God bless you. You got to get you you know you're making a living. I I appreciate you, but I can't even remember the last time I went to the carnival section." Like oh God, the we midway. Well, no. the last time I went is when I had like the kids and I think Zaya was with us and she wanted mm-hmm. to go on all the scary rides. I went on like one or two and then I made Victor go with her on the rest of them because <laughs> I'm just like, I, my stomach can't handle it. I didn't know when I got so old, but. Well, not only that, but they're so like crickety and. Well, not yet. Yeah, I looked at that and I'm just like, I don't want to die this way. I just. These- <laughs> I'm like, look at that thing. It should not be doing the things that it's doing. They just basically fold them open and plug them in. I mean, this is it. This is the thing. And it's like, why are we giving these people money? You watch it go up in the air and then suddenly like these claws come out with people in it and they start spinning. And I'm just like, that is (laughs) not possible. Like scientifically speaking, it should not be able to do that, especially with people in there. And and Zaya's just like, ooh, I want to go on that one. I'm like, well, "Well, Victor will take you. I'm not going. And And really, if you notice, people pay 20 bucks to walk in and all they're doing is looking for a square of shady grass to sit for hours because they don't want to do it it's like what are we doing why is this necessary it isn't necessary in life i'm never going back again and i can't remember the last time we went and i'm like stay first coming oh well i'm not going you all can go go right ahead but you will not be counting on me i have had enough I've of course, Olivia wants to get her face painted. They're like, oh, cute. no, it's only twenty dollars. I'm like, for her fucking face, it's like the size of a hamburger bun. What do you mean? I'm not paying twenty dollars. Yeah, no I'm like, I'll paint your face here. I've got lipstick. <laughs> All right. So the last one is the ugly, which is a place that only an UG would love. What is yours? Okay. So I'm not positive, but mm. I know that because we're all very like history research information driven people yes i think we would all enjoy this aspect especially if we prepared going there i think we would all enjoy going to rome italy oh because there's so much history there whether it be like the people that used to be there or Mm -hmm. the artists or the chapels or well they call them basilicas or the Vatican City. I mean, yeah. that's where a lot, like so much, there, it's just so rich in history. And so I think that if we just, you know, each of us research something that interests us and we could just focus on like that one particular path or, you know, that that storyline and we could see, you know, everything that we researched, it would just be like su- surreal to us. So I think it would be extraordinarily interesting, but that's just me. That's a good one. And it's probably very true. I can't think of one of us who would go, ew, no, right. <laughs> we probably all really enjoy it. Um, okay. Well, mine's far more simple, oh, okay. way more low level, but still true that all of the Uggs would love it more than anything. And the place is a karaoke bar. <laughs> There's not one of us who wouldn't say there. I mean, we would all go, um, yeah, when and where, 
It's true. And of course, we love you know, it. Stephanie inevitably will be like, well, I am not singing. And then, you know, two Whatever. hours later, well, there is this Kelly Clarkson song that I kind of like. And, you know, I don't sound bad when I sing it. Well, Paula, will you sing it with me? I'll sing it with you. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I'll sing anything. I I, I mean, I probably wouldn't sing Barbara Streisand alone. I might. But (laughs) depends on how drunk I was. You and J-Lo can go uh, go on with yourself. People who need people. people. I'd be like, lovers. Lovers who need people. And then I'd be like, and we got nothing to be guilty of. God, we would take over that place. They'd be like, look at those four women. What are they doing? That would be us. And then be like, all right. Up next, uh, Paula again with uh, Paula Marie this time. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be like, one of us would grab, give me that mic. All right, let me tell you something. All right, let me tell you something. Me and my sisters, yes, there's four of us, we're out tonight, and consider yourself, this is a real treat, people. This is a treat, you guys. You have no idea how lucky you are to be here this evening. You don't know who we are. (laughs) Do you know who we are? No, you don't. We are famous. We have no idea. Yes. Oh, God. It would be a nightmare, but it would be hilarious. You are in the presence of excellence. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I'm gonna pee. Stop. <laughs> oh shit, I just peed. <laughs> so did I! Oh but my I, god. It's because I coughed. Did you hear me say I almost peed? I did, and then I coughed, oh and my I'm god. like, oh, I did just pee. Fuck. <laughs> oh, well. Okay, well, this was a really good segment. I really that enjoyed it. Fun. This is very good. I think what I like about it is we're really like learning more about ourselves a little bit. That's oh, funny. God. I pick Rome, you pick a karaoke bar. Interesting. There you go. And that's pretty much that pretty much explains everything. All right. Well, that's all I have for today. Me too. So uh, all right. thanks, everybody, for joining us. Please continue to shop Amazon through our Ugly Truth link and lipandclip.com. Other than that, have a fabulous rest of your weekend. Try not to kill each other. Try not to yell at people like I have been doing all week. <laughs> And uh, just go outside, sit on your grass, your driveway, take a walk around the block, make it feel like you did something, and uh, we'll see you on Wednesday. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.